All right. So to answer Ultimate Sports 2011's question, or Greg, as we so fondly love to call him, um, he asks, will anyone from AEW show up on Dominion? Dominion is this weekend, June 12th, um, on New Japan Pro Wrestling. So basically, uh, if you do not have uh, the subscription to NJPW World, uh, you won't be able to see it. Uh, I think it probably will be on Fight TV. You guys can order it there. It's probably like 10 bucks, something like that. But if you want to enjoy really great uh, content and see a lot of stuff in the archives for New Japan Pro Wrestling, then head over to NJPW World. Uh, dot com and get the subscription which is only uh seven dollars a month this time uh i guess the dollar the dollar value went down because originally it was eight dollars a month but now it's seven dollars which makes me happy um so ajpwworld.com go get a subscription uh you'll be very happy with it so i do not see or can think of why an AEW guy can show up unless we get to certain matches. So we're going to start from the top up. So like the main event, we're just going to go down the list and we're going to preview uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's Dominion June 12th. Also, right after I watch that pay-per-view, uh, we are definitely going to be talking about it. I will be live on twitch.tv forward slash Marie underscore shadows. So we could just be talk about it and go over it and review it. And then also June 12th is going to be the last day for my 50% off sale to my Substack. So head over to marieshadows.substack.com and make sure you get an upgrade paid version of my newsletter where you get to unlock everything, unlock all the exclusives that I'm going to be putting on my newsletter. June 12th is the deadline. So what is the sale? The sale is 50% off of the original price for one year. If you are like me and you don't like to remember a monthly schedule of like when you pay for your subscriptions, so like maybe Hulu, Netflix, uh, a Patreon or something, I give you the option for a year. Regular price is $70. I'm cutting that in half to $35. And that's all you have to really pay is $35 once you click on the link to uh, get the half off. And if you really want to do that and show support, that's awesome. If not, make sure to tell a friend. But remember that June 12th is the last day for you to get that 50% off, which is the highest I've done ever since creating my Substack newsletter. But throughout the year, I will give you guys more discounts and way more times to like save on making sure that you can upgrade um, comfortably to unlock everything. Just a reminder. So in the main event of Dominion, June 12th, we're going to be having Okada versus Jay White for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title. Jay White came back during Dantaku and basically attacked Okada. Okada knew what, what was coming. Okada felt it. This isn't the first time that Okada and Jay White are fighting. So, you know, this is just another match that they're having. Jay White has more wins over Okada than Okada has over Jay White. Um... JY was the first person to really betray Okada during chaos. The first time around where he challenged Okada for leadership and he challenged Okada for the belt at the time and basically did exactly what he said he was going to do. He said he was going to challenge Okada for the belt he had at the time 
and he was going to take it off of him. And that's what he did. Um, Jay White's been stabbing people in the back, being that switchblade ever since. Um, this, I do not see any AEW guys coming to mess this up. It will be interesting, a great character turn if uh, Hangman Adam Page comes in to mess this up because he really wants to have a match with Okada. He wants to jump the line and he wants to prove himself. But in all honesty, I don't think that's the right direction for um, Hangman Adam Page to to go. Because it's like, you came off of a loss to CM Punk. Um, okay, cool. But jumping to Okada is not the answer to get your momentum back. It's not the answer to try to prove yourself because you're just going to fucking lose. And you're going to lose because you're in the mindset of being in a panic to try to get some relevancy back because you fucked up and now we're going to go through this whole motion again with hangman adam page of him trying to find himself and trying to take on okada for that belt it's not really going to find himself and again you got to put respect on jay white's name jay white has more accolades and more accomplishments than hangman adam page so you know this is the perfect setting okada versus jay white i do not think though that in dominion that okada is going to lose to Jay White. I don't think they're going to put the belt on Jay White this early, but if they do, it'll be kind of interesting, and I'll want to see where it goes. Um, but, yeah, um, that's the main event for that. Next is a triple threat match for the IWGP United States Championship title match. Juice Robinson is our champion, who is not part of Bullet Club, taking on Sonata, taking on Will Ospreay. Sonata was the previous holder of the IWGP United States Championship. However, he had to relinquish it because he had a fractured orbital bone that he suffered at the hands of Will Ospreay during their match during the G1 or the or the New Japan Cup. I covered it. I don't remember which tournament it is. Um, but Will Ospreay has a string of bad luck and hasn't been able to really get um his one-on-one -on -one title shot like he is supposed to get um because it only makes sense that he would have been the next one in line to get the title shot uh but juice has it and uh i want to see what juice does with it uh for a little bit before giving up the belt to somebody else uh sonata never really got the chance to showcase what he can do with the belt and also the united states uh division you know for the belt uh so it'll be interesting to see it like once it goes back to him um, but again, I see no AEW person going for this match at all. Now we go to our IWGP Tag Team Championship match, which is Bullet Club, Bad Luck Fale, and Chase Owens. Who are our, who are our uh, champions taking on the former champions of the United Empire, Jeff Cobb and the Great Ocon? I just want Jeff Cobb and the Great Ocon to get the championships back. It's really stupid that they took it off of them just because Don Taku is sort of like, I think it is like tremendously, but it's the birthplace of um, Bullet Club. Um, and Bullet Club's anniversary is in May. So, you know, I get why they took the belts off of the United Empire to give it to Bullet Club, but you didn't even let the United Empire get off the ground with the tag team titles. Um, 
I would be surprised if Trent takes a plane over to Japan and Trent and Rocky interfere in this match somehow, but Trent and Rocky are baby faces. So I don't even know if they are going to do that. If FTR takes a plane and goes over to Japan and messes up because Jeff Cobb and the Great Khan attacked them, then I would, you know, like that too. You know, I would want that to happen, but it's probably not going to happen. The biggest shit talkers don't even do the bare minimum to like get their shit over. They'll talk a lot of shit, but they don't really do a lot of action, you know? Maybe that's why Dax and CM Punk are like the best of friends because they talk a lot of shit, but don't really like put much of it into action, you know? Like, yeah, that that that's my feeling on it. That's my opinion on it that, that you know, um, the biggest shit talkers don't really do much action. Um... Next, we have uh, Tamatanga, who is our never openweight champion, taking on Carl Anderson. Um, this is just really at this point some bad blood, um, and rightfully so, man. Uh, Tama has definitely, you know, um, become an overround better wrestler, better person. He is the backbone of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and he is well, was the backbone and the soul of Bullet Club. The day that they decided to kick out both Tama and Loa out of Bullet Club, they basically kicked out the soul of Bullet Club. That That's what it is. Um, so this, I see no AEW guys uh, messing this up. Uh, Tama better keep the championship title. Tama better beat Carl Anderson because it's it would be really... A, re a really bad look for someone who's put in the work, who basically uh, tries to elevate everybody, uh, you know, did everything that is needed for the company uh, to only get a little bit of uh, a taste of the gold and then to give it up to Carl Anderson that came back and every place that he went to was a fucking flop for him. So it's like, you know, Tom better not lose. Next, I do not know how we got here. For the never open weight six man tag team championships to be defended like this, I don't know how we got here. Um, I usually know how we get to certain matches. This is one of them. I don't know how we got here. So the never open weight six man tag team championships are basically the trios title, uh, and never is an acronym. For New Blood Evalu no, I'm sorry. New Blood Evolution Vitality Eternal Radical. That is what never stands for, and I'm never gonna remember it. No pun intended. That's gonna be all true. But that is what never means if you're um like wanting to know what it is. Uh so we have House of Torture, which is evil show usual taking on Suzuki Gun of Yoshinobu, El Desperado, and Zack Zaber Jr. I would say that House of Torture loses their never openweight six-man tag team championships um, just because House of Torture hasn't done shit with it 
And it's kind of sad that, you know, I have all this hope for evil. And, you know, they're not really utilizing evil. I really want evil to be in a forbidden door pay-per-view. So that way he could get a, like a whole new, not really a whole new persona, but like a breath of fresh air and let the American fans like cheer for him and shit like that, or boo him. Like I want evil in a different setting. I want to take him out of Japan and put him like in America. The same thing goes for show. Yujiro already experienced it, so it's okay. But like Evil and Show, I want them to experience an American crowd. I want them to be in um, the Forbidden Door. That's all I want. Let's let's do a let's do a Bray Wyatt versus Evil. Let's do that. But yes, Greg, that is what never stands for. Next, we have uh, Shingo Takagi, who is the trophy holder of the King of Pro Wrestling 2022 Provisional Trophy. The King of Pro Wrestling was created by Okada because he wanted something to do. So he basically created it and then abandoned it because it went from Okada to Yano to Chase to Yano to Suzuki to Yano to Taichi to now Shingo. Yeah. Think of the King of Pro Wrestling trophy as the 24-7 title. Just, just think of it like that. Um, so Shingo and Taichi uh, put up another poll um, on the New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling website and also Twitter account. And you get to pick the stipulation this time for their match. Um, I am not going to go look it up, but um, it's going to be very interesting. Now we get to, to Yano versus Dot Gallows. Again, how the fuck did we get here? They don't need this match. Yano don't need this match. Gallows don't need this match. Like, it doesn't benefit anybody. How the fuck did we get here? Next is going to be an interesting one where, where we have L.I.J., Naito, Bushi, uh, Hiromu taking on Bullet Club, Ace Austin. That's right, guys. You heard me correctly. Ace Austin, our X Division Impact Champion, has joined Bullet Club. Ace Austin, El Fantasmo, and Taiji Ishimori. This is a fine match. Like, I, I would enjoy this. It's going to be great. And we should welcome back Naito. Naito went in for emergency eye surgery right after he fought um, uh, Okada for the belt uh, back in uh, Dantaku. So, uh, you know, welcome back for Naito. Uh, next, we get our opener, which is... Uh, Tenzan, Masawado, Taguchi taking on the rest of the United Empire, which is TJP, Akira, and uh, Aaron Hanare. And I'm just like, all right, that's cool. Um, they got to stop putting, you know, United Empire in these, like, warm-up matches. Um, you know, obviously, I'm going for United Empire. Again, if FTR and, um, you know, uh, Trent, like, show up in Dominion, that would be great. But I don't think they're going to. And then we have our special match, which is for the AW Interim World Championship Eliminator Series. That is such a mouthful. Dear Tony Khan, less is more. We have Tanahashi taking on Goto. Um, and as much as I know, 
right? Because it's very obvious. It's like very predictable. As much as I know, Tanahashi versus Moxley is a very, it's a very good match that people want to see. It's going to sell out. It's going to put people in seats. Obviously, you know, you have two good wrestlers, great wrestlers for Tanahashi. Uh, like I said, with, with me, with Moxley, it's a hit or miss. However, even though that is the predictable route that we all know that that's going to happen and we all know that Moxley is going to become interim world champion, I would like it just this once for Tanahashi to lose to Goto and have Goto versus Moxley a first time ever and let Goto get his flowers even though he's going to lose if this were to happen. I just believe that like Goto has been so instrumental in a lot of people's uh, careers and especially like Tama's career and like uh, Yoshihashi's career and Ishii's career and just being a very strong pillar in chaos. Cause this guy has been in chaos for years and just the backbone and everything that Goto does, like Goto needs his flowers Tanahashi doesn't need flowers. Tanahashi is the fucking angel of professional wrestling, man. Like, you know, you can't really say anything bad about Tanahashi. Like, this guy is our angel and our light in the darkness during the pandemic days. And I know, like, all that burden, all that shit, like, was weighing on him on his shoulders. Um, So, you know, Tana has a special place in my heart for being, like, the best guy there is in the business uh, for like everything outside of wrestling, you know, cause in wrestling phenomenal guy, um, Godo deserves his flowers though. Godo deserves his flowers. And I know it's not going to happen. I know we're going to have Godo losing. So that way the predictable route is Tanahashi versus Moxley. Cause if not, Moxley's going to be like Tana, I've been waiting for 10 years. Like, bro, sit down. You'll get Tana. Um, but, yeah. This one is definitely going to have Tanahashi going over Goto for that. And then we're going to see Tanahashi versus Mox at the Forbidden Door pay-per-view. But, to wrap this whole thing up, um, I do not see anyone from AEW coming over unless they are FTR and Trent. And that's about it. Um... Other than that, yeah, that is the whole entire card of Dominion. Um, I That's like a really mini preview of Dominion. Um, but like I said, once June 12th uh, comes around, um, I will be reviewing uh, the show right after I see it or maybe the next day or later on that day. Uh, stay, stay tuned to my socials. Um, you guys will definitely know about it. And also, June 12th is the last day to get your paid upgrade uh subscription via my Substack, uh so that way you can definitely indulge in the um content that's coming out the paid content that's coming out um <laughs> yeah man um i think that's the first time I had a question, a New Japan card where I was like, how the fuck did we get here to this six man uh, never open weight championship title match? Like, how did we get here? <laughs> I pay attention to everything. Like, I don't know how we got here, but they just put it together. 
but that's basically what AEW does too. They put it together and, and people want to be like, oh, well, they never come up with it on the spot. Tony Khan has been coming up with AEW on the spot ever since. And it's way more um it's way more noticeable now because Cody Rhodes is not there. I really do believe that once Cody left, you can start seeing everything fall apart. This is why I'm saying, you know, don't always live in your very perfect positive bubble and think that people like myself and others who constructively give you criticism about the product and tell you where the product should improve and how it should improve. Well, if no one else is doing that, you should be turning into, uh, you should be tuning into me to listen to my, my critiques. Um, but we're not here to try to take away your fun. We're here to try to improve your fun because obviously Tony Khan listens to you, the fan, but if all you're going to do is hype them up and say positive things, how is anyone going to grow? We say this all the time on social media that like, um, have an open mind, have an open perspective. Um, it's okay to disagree, to agree. It's a, it's okay to agree, to disagree. But like staying in your own bubble is not going to increase your mentality to see, you know, what more you can do. You put a limitation on yourself once you, you know, want to stay within a positive bubble. Of course, the truth is going to hurt. Of course, like criticism are going to hurt. Like we're not immune to any of that. We're human. We have feelings. I totally get that. But if you know that your constructive criticism can be heard and like follow through and then you see the changes um, without any back steps, that's the powerfulness of what fans can do. They can progress wrestling. Everyone in professional wrestling, all the fans say, we want to progress wrestling. How can we progress wrestling? Well, staying in your positive bubble isn't progressing wrestling. And this has been brought to you by the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and I am here to try and make wrestling better than it was yesterday. That is my goal. I don't care if it's stupid. I love wrestling. I love what I do. And I know I bring value to the internet wrestling community. I know I bring value to all of my friends that show up, all of my friends that listen to my podcast, all of my friends that share things and everything that I do behind the scenes with all my wrestling buddies. I'm just here to try to push my passion in a way where I am valued again at another company and, um, you know, try to help out the wrestlers to get them over, to get their story over. Cause it's important. Wrestling is the best thing that has happened in the world. It's the best pastime for me. Cause I don't know any other sport. Um, and if I wouldn't be talking about wrestling this passionately, I'll be talking about writing. I'll be talking about publishing. I'll be having my foot over into uh, that industry. But, you know, I can cross over wrestling and writing and like have the best of both worlds. Like who wouldn't want that? But again, if you truly want to progress wrestling, like you say to progress wrestling and not just to have your own agenda and your own narrative when it fits you. You got to have an open mind. You have to have discussions that are very uncomfortable and then come with, these are my reasons why X, Y, and Z, and make sure that they're substantial. If you're not doing that, then you really don't want wrestling to progress. You just want to ride the words 
and actions of others rather than like really being there as an equal to push wrestling into like better days. That's all I want. I all I want is AW to to succeed and give people a job and pay people what they're worth and like have these stories and not have, you know, as much flaws as they do. So if you still think that all I do is shit on AEW, then, you know, you don't, you haven't talked to me. Um, but again, the Square Circle podcast is dedicated to uh, making wrestling better than it was yesterday. That's all it is. It's me do, uh, giving constructive criticism on wrestling, wrestlers, stories, Anything that pertains to wrestling, because I love it and I wanted to get better. If I didn't want it to get better, I'll just I'll just ship posts all day, uh, like the trolls, and not offer any type of value to the community. But here we are. We're on my Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Marie underscore Shadows, and I really hope that you guys enjoyed this whole entire session of me reviewing AW Dynamite, um, us watching uh, Goto's matches. And doing a quick little preview of um, Dominion uh, that's coming up uh, June 12th for New Japan Pro Wrestling. If you are catching this on the VOD, the video on demand, thank you so much too. However, I do need you guys to switch over to marieshadows.substack.com where you can watch this in full and also in versions that cut up. Um, and to support me over there because I want to have my community exclusive to Substack and I think it's going to work um, if you believe in me, believe in the mission and you really want to learn about professional wrestling, all you got to do is just ask me. I have been dubbed the professor of New Japan Pro Wrestling and I will dub myself the queen of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Beware of the posers out in the internet wrestling community. Me, I am as real as it gets. So if you don't want to hang around real people that would tell you real shit, then it's okay. You know, maybe in a different lifetime, we'll become friends. Who knows? But if you want to chase the clout, chase the fakeness, chase, you know, the posers, sure, go ahead. I've already dealt with this in my life. Um, but just know that I'm always here. I'm always here to teach people and stuff. Um, so, and I love you guys, no matter what you guys do. Um, all the appreciation that I have is, if I could do it right, I don't think I can. Always in my heart. I hope that fits on camera. Um, but that's going to be everything for me. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. I'll see you guys on Substack. Um, and I will see you guys, um... June 12th for a review of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's Dominion. Um, and yeah, you have been listening to an episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and I'll see you guys on the next one.